Hey, it's Randa. You know, I've made it no secret that ever since I switched my coaching to macro-based, 100% of my clients have had results so far. That's insane. But I also know not everyone can book with me one-on-one, whether it's budget or I even have room because, hey, I'm just one person. I can't take a lot of people in a week. So I decided to create my own macro spreadsheet. That way you can input your numbers and have your macro calculations sent out to you in seconds. This is the exact same formula I use with my clients. I'm so excited to bring this to you. You can go to randonutrition.com slash manage your macros to learn more. You're listening to the Real Nutrition Podcast with Randa Dirksen, where you'll learn that diet and deprivation are not an option as we chat nutrition, health, and how to live a well-rounded life. Because who wants to eat a bowl of romaine lettuce and lemon juice while your family is enjoying pizza? Nope, not you, not anymore. Stick with me and I'll show you how you can find food freedom. Welcome back to the Healthy Mamas podcast. So last week, I went live on Instagram to talk about why you should be tracking your food. And I know, I know you're hearing this, you're like, wait a minute, you talk about dieting all the time and how it's wrong. Yeah, it is. And tracking your food isn't dieting. Just a lot of us have put it together because that's what we've done in the past. So sit back relax or drive or if you're driving pay attention like don't relax in the seat okay but listen to what I have to say about tracking food how I work with my clients and I also have a tracking kind of like get started guide on how to do it and you can get that either by clicking through the show notes or going to randonutrition.com slash track macros Hello, hello. Today we are going to be talking why you should be tracking what you're eating. I know some of you are like, what? Isn't that a diet? Isn't that, isn't that just like disordered and, you know, fueling the diet culture? No, it is not. So we're going to get into why I make my clients track, the different kinds of tracking, and the reasons you should be And it's going to be different than what you are convinced would be the reason why. Um, So let's just jump in. So one, who should not track? I do not want you tracking if you have a history with an eating disorder or this would trigger you into going into an eating disorder. Then obviously it's not for you and you need to work with someone that is specialized with your history. Okay. Now, Let's get into the reasons why you should. One, accuracy. We underestimate what we eat all the time, which is really depressing sometimes. So, I mean, if you're like, oh yeah, no, like I've, I've reached my targets, I've hit my goals today. And then like, you know, you're making your kids some peanut butter jam, a peanut butter jam sandwich, and you lick the spoon or you lick the knife. I mean, I hate that. I don't recommend it. It's dangerous, but I think we've we've been there where we lick the knife, right? No, just me. Um, that could be an extra 90 to 
200 calories that we're not aware of. Just that, like, depending how big the spoon is. If your spoon is full of peanut butter, I mean, that's that's probably a tablespoon or more, which is in between 90 to 200 calories, depending on the peanut butter and the amount. And I don't say that to ruin your day. I say that to give you guidance. So you forget about things too. If you're not tracking, you're not writing down, you know, you go to the pantry and you have some chocolate chips and you don't write it down, you don't whatever. You forget you ate those chocolate chips and you could have like scarfed down 200 calories worth of chocolate chips with not even thinking. Not, not like doesn't even register because you don't sit down and eat it. You're just walking by and going, oh, yeah, I'm going to have some chocolate chips. Oh, sure. I'll grab a handful of marshmallows. Oh, yeah. No, let's grab a couple chips. That adds up over time. So we underestimate what we're actually eating most of the time. Not everyone. So that goes in to my next point, which is actually it's happening right now. Two out of my clients we've been dealing with this is they weren't eating enough, which it does happen. We've been conditioned that we need to eat less. We need to eat very little in order to say lose weight or hit certain goals. When that's not true, we need to fuel our bodies. We need to fuel our bodies for our workouts or um, just being a busy mom with a toddler. Or maybe you're breastfeeding. I have a client right now that's working out and breastfeeding. So there we go. So we had to bump up her calories because her body's doing a lot of work there. Not only is she a mom to two toddlers and breastfeeding and working out, like she's also a wife. She's got a lot going on in her brain. Like we, we need to fuel your whole body there. So we track to make sure she's eating enough. It's really important. I just, I want to get that through. It's really important to be eating enough for your goals which many of us, like I said, have been conditioned that we need to eat less, which is not true. I know when we log into MyFitnessPal, the majority of us, it's telling us to eat 1,200 calories, which is total bull. And as much as I like the app because it does have a great database, that is so problematic. And it's the part I hate the most out of this app. It's, I mean, I got sucked into it. Um, when I first started tracking my food using it, like before it was even an app and it was just the website years and years and years ago, I lived by that 1200 calorie rule, which is really harmful. Um, they say you're supposed to eat back your calories, like that's their whole thing, which that just makes things confusing. So we don't use that. We don't use, I don't use that with clients. We use the app, but I don't use their methods. We cut, or we, me, it's just me here. There's no team. I make sure I customize their nutrition needs, whether the macros, the calories, and we get them to track using my methods, not what the app says. And I think that's really important that if you're using an app and it calculates something for you to maybe do some homework, do some research and see if it's enough. There's calculators out there on the internet. Use a couple of them and take an average. That, that is one way to do it, to make sure. And also, if you are hungry at the end of the day, and I'm not talking like, oh, let's go for a little snack. Oh, yeah, peanut butter chocolate sounds good. Oh, and soda popcorn. So does this. I'm not talking about like emotional eating and just craving things. I mean, your stomach is rumbling. It's telling you, I need to eat. You might not be eating enough. 
So it's really important to keep those cues on top of tracking. Um, like I said, again, a lot of the time we are underestimating what we're eating. We forget about the juice. We forget about finishing the crust off our kids' sandwiches or ripping off a little piece and having a bite of their toast. We forget about having a bite of their craft dinner or mac and cheese if you're in the States. Um, we forget about the ketchup we added. We forget about the extra little bit of cheese that we might have put on our chili. Those, again, add up a little bit at a time, especially like high calorie foods. You know, a tablespoon, like I said, could be 100 extra calories, which is actually really small. But if you do that at every meal, it adds up to where you would be in a surplus. And instead of maybe losing weight, if that's your goal, you would be potentially gaining or maintaining, which there's nothing wrong with maintaining. I think that's really an underrated place to be with your food. Maintenance is really great, but that, that's another topic for another time. So like I said, I wanna make sure you're eating enough and that's why I make clients track. And I also like them to track, aside from calories and macros, fiber. We forget about like the things that help us as, as women. Um, fiber is really important. As women, we should be getting at least 25 grams of fiber a day and not many of us do. And it's really eye-opening when you start tracking what you're eating, even if you're not like, you know, oh, I'm gonna have vegetables or whatever. If you just went and tracked what you ate today, whatever it is, I don't care if it's nachos, pizza, whatever, it's life. And then you look at your fiber and you might be around 14, 15, not as much as you should be having which is shocking. It's shocking to you because you feel like, oh yeah, I know I've had a lot of high fiber food today, but it doesn't add up. It doesn't add up to what we should be having. Um, it, it, it is eye-opening and it really helps you appreciate health and what foods do to you, do for you, I should say, versus a number on a scale. I have been able to appreciate the foods and what they do because I'm tracking me like, oh yeah, this one has good fiber, like avocado. I just had a talk with a client today. Avocado is a great source of fiber and you wouldn't think of it, right? Because it's fat. So you wouldn't think that there'd be like fiber in there. It's great, depending on the size, of course, like it changes, but a whole like medium, smallish, like, you know, like an avocado is about 10 grams of fiber. And if as women, we only need 25, and half an avocado is five and you put that on your salad, plus the fiber in your salads or the sandwich or whatever you're having, like you can build up to it if you start paying attention and it makes you appreciate foods for different reasons. Like I love raspberries. They are great little fiber food. Um, there are some bread. Um, I love, there's a bread, there's Dave's Killer Bread or uh, in Canada for a lower, lower expense, uh, Country Harvest. Awesome because Two slices of bread is 10 grams of protein and I believe five grams of fiber in bread, plus whatever you're having on the side, if it's soup or a salad. And I was able to figure that out by tracking my food that it has that much and appreciate that food and then buy more because as a mom to a, two kids who probably, like I worry that they're not getting enough protein, I'm able to see that they're getting a lot just from the bread. So it makes me appreciate food more than what I think it is. And I mean, this is from a nutrition professional. I'm still learning every day. I find different foods and be like, oh wow, this is great, a great amount of fiber. This has a lot of protein, awesome. 
that's oh, my computer is my side light here. Um, and you can also see what kind of foods are bugging you. So you can track foods, not even for uh, weight loss or weight gain or muscle gain or maintenance type thing. If you are suspecting certain foods are triggering you, making you feel a little bit sick, a little bit iffy, you're bloated, you're getting hives, like I, I have chronic hives, so certain foods can really trigger that, or you suspect you have some sort of intolerance or sensitivity, tracking that allows you to see patterns. Hey, it's me again. So after this, it seems like my audio got lost, and it appears this way on Instagram too, so that's... That's great. <laughs> Technology, right? So I'm just going to go over my notes and see what I might have missed. I mean, hey, this is just life. Life happens. So we were talking about tracking and finding patterns. So with patterns, I mean, did you have some popcorn and you bloated and, um, you know, you, you got a tingle in your nose. That's what happens to me. Well, if you had a little bit of, and you, sorry, you weren't sure if it was the popcorn or maybe it was the seasoning you put on it. Like there's some factors. Well, by logging that and making a note, you can have it again and compare. Or, you know, I, I have chronic hives personally, so I can go and see, you know, if I'm getting hives, I might look back and be like, you know what, the common denominator in all this is I had an abundance of wheat for five days in a row. You know, someone like me, I can have a sandwich and be fine. But if I had a sandwich, some sourdough with butter, pizza, like all in the same day, I, I start to get hives. Um, same thing with IBS if you want to try to find your trigger foods. That's another great reason to track your foods because you can see what foods are hurting you versus helping you. So you don't always have to follow calories. You know, the awesome thing too about a lot of these trackers is they they focus on macros or they focus on, or you have the option to, you know, instead of putting calories, you can put, you know, macros or you, some of them you might be able to even turn off the number if that's what's triggering you. And your goal isn't weight loss. Your goal is to figure it out for health reasons. So that that's my big reasons for tracking. Now, I do want to quickly talk about my fitness pal. I think I mentioned this before. I can't remember if this was before the audio got triggered or not. So if I'm repeating myself, bear with me here. My fitness pal has the best database. In my opinion, I have tried them all. Well, I've tried most of them. I've done macro stocks, lose it, my fitness pal, uh, carbon. I've tried a few. I've paid the money. I've done it all. My fitness pal seems to give the most for free. My clients are welcome to use free. You're welcome to use free. The premium version is better, of course. There, there's a reason why it's premium. I personally pay for it. Half my clients pay for it. There are workarounds, though. There are workarounds to get not quite the same features, but ways around it because, I, you know, I, I'll just I'll just stop there because I don't want to go into the issues. Um what you can do if you're new to it, I do have a quick step-by-step -step guide to getting started on tracking and it's for tracking macros, but it works for just figuring out the apps. So if you go to randonutrition.com slash track macros, and I will put that in the description as well, the show notes, you will get like screenshots. Like it's a little guide I put together with screenshots from my version of my fitness pal. So you can look at your app and the screenshots and be like, oh, okay, this is how I do it. 
So it makes it really easy. And if you're not into using an app to track, that's fine. You can write it down. You can use your notes app. There, there's so many ways to track your foods. My fitness pal can be accurate. It cannot be. There are some discrepancies there. Um, I, I go into details of that in Food Freedom Your Way. But this is a great way to get started because I don't want to overwhelm you. Just track your food for the next few days. Whether or not you're trying to lose weight, maintain, um, gain muscle, just track and see where your food is. I'm not saying you have to take an action. Just see what you're eating. Take a look at that nutrition profile. How are your macros? Are they balanced? And by balanced, I mean, are you able to look at the pie chart? Do they look fairly even? I love to look at that for balanced eating. And it's a great way where you kind of get into a habit. And before you ask if I... You know what, here, let me rephrase this. I'm asked all the time because I know this question is going to come in my DMs. You don't have to use it forever. I don't use it every day. If I have goals I'm working towards, yes. If I'm maintaining, nah, nah, I'm good. Um, I feel like we rely on it a little too much. So when we're just living our life, we can do us and maybe the training we have from tracking comes into our lifestyle so we can what i mean by that is we will log our lunches or dinners and we kind of see what's on our plate and how much and we get a general understanding on balancing our plate we get a general understanding of how much food is what and yes my fitness pal gives us the guideline and helps us reach it but our stomach our natural hum- hunger cues or what to listen to too. So there's a lot of factors into play and I'm not talking about, you know, strictly weight loss here, but I do think that you should give tracking a try. Let me know how it goes. Be fe- like, feel free, shoot me a message over at Randa Nutrition on Instagram. I'd love to have a conversation about this. Get your point of view, get your story. Okay, I gotta jump off. My child is watching Blippy and I think she's gonna lose it here soon. So thank you so much for listening to me. Thank you for dealing with my technical difficulty. And don't forget to grab that guide over at randonutrition.com slash track macros. 